Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brother Sister Show, a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies. This week, we're talking about Livia's pick, Dumplin'. <laughs> but before we get into that, what's up? What's new? How you doing? I'm good. I'm... I don't know if you can hear the difference, but I have a new and improved um, mic stand. Is that what you call it? Yeah. We have we have the same setup now. Yeah. It feels I feel like every time we get something new we're like, "Well, this is it. We feel like a podcast." We're a real podcast now. <laughs> what else can we get after this? An actual studio? Uh yeah, or we could just There's like make our, our our homes a studio. We could just like have some soundproofing, some of those foam panels. I you know what though those foam panels are weird to me because like I'll see it, it feels like there's two ends of a spectrum and nobody's ever in between it's always they have like one panel just randomly placed in their background or it's full like decked out everywhere like what is the what's the deal about those some people go all out some people don't what do they do it, it just absorbs the sound so it doesn't bounce back. Oh, so it's probably not good that I'm facing a wall right now? <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, like the your closet is probably the best because it, like all the clothes would catch the sound and it wouldn't yeah. reverberate off it's some really, like, wall. It's really lonely in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Re- recording a podcast in a closet is a new low that that's I don't want to go back right to. There. Yeah, it felt it felt like I was doing something dirty. Like I was like, I looked at Ari and I was like, just you won't see me for an hour or two. Mommy's going in their closet. <laughs> Speaking of, I forgot to take his bell off, so that'll be a fun ambiance. Bell. Should I take it off now? Is it around his waist? <laughs> I think you mean collar, dummy. I said bell. Oh, I thought you said belt. <laughs> yeah to hoist up his trousers a, a bell why would i put a belt on him that's i was just as confused and worried <laughs> he's a suspenders cat um <laughs> yeah okay i so that's new um i also have some stuff to talk about the first <laughs> second thing i'm very excited to talk to you about but the first one is um a book called a million junes um because like i said before i think I'm trying to read a book a week, and it's been going well so far. Last week was A Million Junes by, I think, Emily Henry. Um, and I've learned, so I liked it, but it had like a a fantasy element with like ghosts and spirits and whatnot. And I don't think I like that in a book. That sounds weird, but I just don't like fantasy elements. <laughs> Nothing like but I the just, truth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I but I also don't like nonfiction. Like I like contemporary fiction. Like I like oh fiction gosh, that's like want? based in kind of reality, but it's like not <laughs> I'm not following. Like like the Martian where it's like not that far off, but it can definitely yeah. happen. I don't know. Maybe it was just that. Like it took me out of it. I don't know. I'm trying to, I think I've said before, I'm trying to indulge myself in the things that I like and that I don't like and not try to like force myself one way or the other. Um, And I think for, maybe it was just this book where it kind of took me out of it. But then somebody messaged me uh, giving me a recommendation for another book by the same author that doesn't have any fantasy elements in it. Um, So I'm excited for that. 
But yeah, I don't know. I but I also have read like you know books like Harry Potter and stuff. Maybe my thing. Okay, now I'm realizing this that maybe I like if I if I have a fantasy element in there, I want it to fully be it. Like I don't want. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't. So this one was like kind of based in reality, but it had a very like had one. It had like a fantasy element to it. I see. You want? I don't you want, know. I think I'm just particular. You don't want one sound panel. You want the full room. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Thank you for that um, metaphor. Call back. <laughs> two two minutes ago. Um, <clears throat> second thing is I watch Peppermint. <laughs> what a movie! First of all, there's something that you didn't even bring up. Well, that last week I didn't even want to give it the time. Okay, I had so much there's on my something, list. There's something wild in that movie that I cannot... I, I think you didn't bring it up because you didn't notice it. Probably not. What's up? Look at the cast list real quick. Just do a little search of the cast list of Pe- Peppermint. Peppermint. It was recommended to me on Netflix. I was like, why do I want to rewatch that? Uh, Just take a gander. And just to remind the audience at home, Peppermint is a, a movie that teaches you to be scared of Mexican people. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny, but that's basically it. It's just like, you know, a cartel that's like ravaging a just a family for no reason. It's kind of weird. Who am I trying to see? Let me see. <laughs> so there's um, there's nothing, like you said, there's nothing to, of note in that movie. Um Look for somebody that that is playing a character named Sam, and his name is Tyson Ritter. Tyson Ritter. In the cast list. Oh my goodness, is this... <laughs> All-American Rejects? What the hell? So the lead singer oh. of All-American Rejects is in Peppermint. Does not have a line in it. He just plays... Uh, truly the fact that i noticed this was a miracle because no line he just like walks past he has a line i don't think he does it's like when the detective goes into like the where she's living where the peppermint mm-hmm. lady is living and uh she's like uh how come no one has st- stolen anything and he's like well she, she's saving us or she's like we're not afraid of her and then he I think this guy points to the mural of her, like the he stupid say mural. Anything, though, right? He he has to say something. I think <laughs> he doesn't look it up again. He does not say a word, <laughs> and he just walks past. And I paused it, and I, I looked at Sebastian. And I was like, "That." And I was like, "Is that who I think it is?" And he looked it up, and he was like, "Yeah." And so throughout the whole movie, while like I said, while the movie keeps teaching us about that. The only thing Mexicans are good for is being cartel members that are covered <laughs> with tattoos um, that are and their only weakness is um, Jennifer Garner. Also, they didn't even. So she's just like a, she works at a bank, I think they said. Did she did I miss that she had some sort of background in like like being a Navy SEAL or something? Like, why is she so good at this stuff? And Sebastian was like, well, I think she trained for years, right? Five OK, years. but did they show us that? Oh, yeah. they just said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the detective, the FBI agent, uh, was like giving a background on people that they thought who was whatever her name was, Peppermint Lady. She was like in freaking I don't know, like in in Southeast Asia, 
in like a like backyard fighting ring and you can see her like getting beat up oh i, I didn't get any of that <laughs> well yeah uh, the only things that like i don't know sebastian and i were just so like we were like god we fucking hate this movie yeah it's like, like oh my god the first okay <laughs> i've said this before but this like i said i don't we don't need any more. If we're going to have a cartel movie, let it be Sicario or let it be nothing. Like, don't let it exist. But so she, the first time they show, like, I was like, you know what? Maybe this movie is not as bad as I think it is. I knew it was going to be, but I was like, let's just watch it and see. And then the first shot they had of somebody that was not in this white family, that was like the guy that was watching them, the cartel member that was watching them from like his car. He was in, uh, a white tank top and had like a gold chain and I was like are yep. you fucking kidding me that is like <laughs> like the fact that I don't know it just that hit the nail on the head of why this movie was so wrong to me <laughs> the yeah. first time we see somebody that is of the cartel god that a white rich. beater yeah and I told Sebastian how many people and even in San Antonio you know, like I've, how many people just walk around like that, just sit in a car like that? I don't know. It was so, it was just so like, it's like they went to um, a party city and just bought like <laughs> Cholo costume. You know, if it. <laughs> and then, oh my god! Sorry, I know I said we don't want to talk about this movie, but and then the the fight scene in the pinata store. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The one thing they did get, I told especially the thing they did that. get right about the one thing they got right about. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I think I'm assuming this was in. This is in California, right? So it's it's totally different from San Antonio. But the one thing that they that I did like in the movie was that when she went into the pinata store, that it was like I was like, yeah, there's like no lighting. Like every time you go into one of those stores, that there's no lights on. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> they Spot just on. like yeah, they just. They uh, rely on the sunlight to just keep the whole place <laughs> lit. Uh, but there's nobody that you can see that can help you with any questions. Um, that was pretty spot on. But other than that, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it was a bad movie. I don't recommend yeah. that. No, but that aspect of it, like the the to make fun of it was was nice. But yeah. <laughs> what have you been watching? Well, Kayla and I have been watching, uh, well, I've been just watching clips as always, mm-hmm. um, more on that later. Uh, we watched Infinity War and Endgame. I don't know why. It's just, oh, Smash felt like watching those. a couple of weeks ago where I was like, let's just watch, or we watch both of the, wait, is that what you're saying? The, the last two, two? Last ones? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what we did. <laughs> yeah. We watched those. It was a good, like, I don't know, just something to watch on the weekend i don't know why it just felt so right uh and then we we've been watching a show uh called one tree hill i don't know if you've ever seen it it's like <laughs> an older show i've never seen it but i've heard of it it's uh i hope it wasn't the this is us at the time because <laughs> it's bad <laughs> but it's it's no. it's good but it's bad like so much has happened in the second season it just like really went off the rails and everyone's so dramatic for 
legitimately no reason. Like, this is us. I'll give them it sometimes, but this is just like, these are not real people. These would never be real people whatsoever, but I'm kind of invested. The equivalent is not this is us. I don't know what it would be, but it's not. I, I would say that this, if you want to see something similar to This Is Us, but like before your time, maybe not before your time, but like when you were too young to probably care, um, there's a show called Parenthood that I think you might like. No, I mean, I mean, not in the sense like in the way it's written, but in the sense it's like this show talks about everything because like there's a lot happening in the show. Oh, it's like in a Degrassi same... sort of. I never seen that. Oh my god! But whatever. Uh, and then I've been watching normal, like my movie clips, just from random movies. But I'm also been watching, uh, like very recently, like last night because I couldn't sleep, and uh, the night before that, just like some stand up clips. Uh, started with John Mulaney, and then uh, mainly been Tom Segura. He's really funny. I like the way he mm-hmm. delivers his lines. His, his timing is perfect. Uh, That's a but. name that I know I've heard before. And I know, I, I feel like I know who that is. But every time I hear that name, I'm like, I'm searching for that face. I have no idea. Oh, is it the guy that Emily was talking about? Where the, she yeah. sent to Mark Wahlberg? Okay. Yeah, where, where Larry David's like my wall ball, <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Tom Segura is like, yep, yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, I know that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it as far as what I've been consuming, other than like Twitch, mm-hmm. Twitch stuff, watching a lot of small streamers. So that's been fun. But other than that, there's some big news. There's a lot of news. Um, mm-hmm. Disney. Oh, there's some controversy. I don't know if this is like a real thing, but it, it everything happened on the same day. Like the Game Awards and Disney was like, let's just announce everything. Well, they had their investors day. Yeah, yeah. So shit ton of Star Wars stuff coming out. Um, like the Bad Batch. Um, there's going to be a new Star Wars film, Rogue Squadron. Bad Batch is going to be a show on Disney+. Plus. Um Gosh, I, I was trying to look for an article that just like had a bullet list, but there's nothing. Um, you can find that picture. Oh, it that's had all right. the logos. The Obi Wan miniseries. Um, the there's going to be a Lando Calrissian one where Donald Glover is going to return. Um, what else we got? Oh, we have a uh, Loki. I don't that that uh, clip came out that trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that in the no. official Wandavision trailer. I didn't watch anything from this. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, I'm excited <laughs> for the Loki one. I, I don't know what it's gonna be like. Uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. That they came out with a clip, a trailer for that one too. That one looks. Eh. Winter Soldier Falcon. What the fuck is that? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. So Falcon, like, (laughs) like Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Is that Anthony Mackie? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing that I really care about. I don't really, there's some other Star Wars stuff I don't, I'm not too familiar with that's coming out. Um, but. What if he canceled? That's what I want to know. I don't know. 
Sorry, go on. Fantastic Four was announced. There's going to make it a, a movie. Another Fantastic Four movie. They they just released a logo. Did uh, they, is there any casting or anything? Or are they just? Oh wait, I is that the one so. where they just know who's directing it? Yeah, I don't know the name of the dude. It's Tom something. I think. Segura. <laughs> Tom Segura. <laughs> Maybe it is a Tom. Is are these all going to be streaming on? These are not all Disney Plus shit, right? A uh, large much every show I think is going to be a Disney Plus thingy majig. Yeah. Uh, that must be why I don't know about this because I get all of my streaming service news from Christopher Nolan, and he hasn't said a word. <laughs> he is strangely <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Maybe that's what's pissing him off. They have all these shows. And nobody wanted to call him and ask if he wanted to direct or even produce, even get a writing credit. Nothing. He's just He's pouting. He's too busy trying to push Tenet. God, he pushed that thing in the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I, that was, you know what we should do? We should have, um, we should listen to the clip of like, I feel like we did ironically at the beginning of the year, talk about like what we're excited for. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And I want to hear that again and react to it and be like, wow. Because I'm, I'm sure we were like, I'm sure the biggest thing was Tenet. We are like, yeah, I'm so excited. And now I'm like, God, if I hear about Tenet one more fucking time, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> uh, I'd have to find it. <laughs> I don't know how, to, how, how, I would... how much has changed in one year is so funny. <laughs> I, I don't know how I'd play it to where it would, this would record it, but... I don't know, but that'd just be interesting to hear that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe probably we'll, sad. Uh, <laughs> well, you could yeah. edit it in somehow, or we like listen to a, cl- like a part of it and then like pause it and talk about it. Yeah, I just so gotta I find know. it. Maybe we could do that for the end of the year, but I don't know. We'll see. That'd be or really for the, funny. the first episode of the year, and just, just no expectations going to twenty twenty one. just none. Um, no movies hope. are going to happen, and we're going to see them. That's all. That's all we need to know. <laughs> God, yeah. I really want to. Now we need to do that. I really hear what my my dumbass was thinking. I'm so excited for Kenya. I'm going to see Kenya here. <laughs> that's how we're going to sound. Oh man. That's, that's, that's all I really got. I don't really. I think uh, the. I don't know his name. Charlie Cox. Is that Charlie Cox? <laughs> uh, Daredevil. The TV show version is confirmed, I think, for the new Spider Man movie. So. Wait, what? That's what's up. The guy who oh, plays the Daredevil. The, yeah, the actor. Oh, okay. My bad. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were trying to say that the the show was confirmed, and I was like, wasn't canceled like two years ago? <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Sad. Sorry, I do want to harken back to the whole like m- like movie thing or Tenet, but that <laughs> that would be so funny. The difference between the difference between last year and this year is like last year we were hopeful about movies and then this year I'm like I if I could step foot into a movie theater <laughs> I would be happy. <laughs> Please god. If I could if I could just 
like sit in a movie theater seat um just by october of next year then you could probably buy one fine. maybe sorry that's all i wanted to say but yeah <laughs> daredevil <laughs> good i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know that's all i got all right to the break Willadine, the plus-sized teenage daughter of a former beauty queen, signs up for her mom's Miss Teen Blue Bonnet pageant as a protest that escalates when other contestants follow her footsteps, revolutionizing the pageant in their small Texas town in Dumplin. Directed by Anne Fletcher, screenplay by Kristen Hahn, and it's based on the novel by Julie Murphy, starring Daniel McDonald... (laughs) I said Daniel, Danielle McDonald, Jennifer Aniston, and Odea Rush. As for how much it cost, um, we don't really have any, those figures. Um, except movie. for yes, um, except for how much it grossed worldwide, which is do about the full number. 000. Do the full number. Three hundred ninety-nine thousand and one hundred ninety-eight dollars. Try go. me. Try me. <laughs> Put it in Roman numerals. Maybe I'll Roman do Roman numerals. <laughs> How about you on. say Roman numerals? Yeah. Don't come at me. Bit. Put it in Roman numerals. We'll see how it is. <laughs> I couldn't even if I tried. And critics, <laughs> well, they gave it a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 53% on Metacritic. So do with that what you will. <laughs> do we say that every time it's kind of all over the place all right so i think i don't know if i said this the last time but i was excited to talk about this movie for a lot of reasons i mean for one i like it spoiler alert but i like it a lot um but also i'm excited to kind of talk about an aspect of my life through this movie that i've never really talked about at least on the podcast and i'm kind of like learning more about it um recently um and it's being being a current fat woman but also like growing up as a fat teenage girl and um just spoiler alert it's not fucking fun it's the worst but movies like this i think help a little bit to understand and to help other people understand hopefully you learned something anthony did you learn anything Watching the movie? Yeah, just by seeing another point of view. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I could definitely, after watching it, like, appreciate um, the, the the movie as, as an mm-hmm. entirety. Like, just the fact that it is out there and people can watch it and kind of gain and a the perspective. Book too. I didn't realize it yeah. was a book. Me neither, but, but that's awesome. All right, let's get into it. So we first meet Aunt Lucy, and she's basically uh, the woman that raised Willadine, um, our main character, which I call her Will throughout because I'm not going to say Willadine the whole time. Um, and Willadine. she acts like she acts like her mother by teaching her manners, um, saying yes or no, sir, all that stuff, which I don't know. I I wonder if that's like a Texas thing because this is set in Texas. And that's, I've been taught that too. And then sometimes I'll hear people where they're like, oh, I was just called ma'am. And I was like, 
I always am like, well, then they say it as like a bad thing because that means that they're old. And I was like, oh, like I say no, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All the time, no matter who it is. Without a doubt. So I wonder if that's a Texas thing. If we have any Southern hospitality, maybe if we have any non-Texan listeners, please let me know because I say it all the time. Yes or no, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, so she taught her manners and she also um, taught her how to pay people no mind. So they had like a little scene of people just yelling at Willa Dean because when she was younger, she was also big. Um, it was she rough. Was, it was like <laughs> big. That was yeah. hard. That's fucked up. I've never had anything like that. Like the stuff that's very like pointed and like just yelling. That's never happened to me. So I don't know. The fact that her aunt was very quickly to be like, fuck them. Who cares what they say? Um, was really cool. Um, and then we also meet her best friend, Elle or Ellen, who shares her love for Dolly Parton, even in present day. So we, we meet them when they're younger and then now we're at present day. Um, and we quickly learn that Lucy recently died. Um, and we also learn that Willa Dean's mom, Lucy's sister, is a famous ex-beauty queen and played by Jennifer Aniston. Um, yeah. I just want to say Lucy is killed very fast. Yeah, <laughs> like, we don't. We, she has like, like ten minutes. We gave a scene of her being nice. I mean, like she's not even ten. I would say five. Really? Yeah, I uh, think it was pretty. I quick. just remember uh, Willa Dean or Will is like uh, the the thing. Or what does she say? She's like, "Elle was brought in my life uh, by Dolly Parton mainly because." Oh uh, yeah. What was it? Well, she said something weird. She said, like, Lucy taught me a lot of things, but one thing oh. she didn't teach me was how to live without her. And then they and had then, her, they faded her out. <laughs> yeah, I faded her out. I was like, what? Because she's dead. What? <laughs> like, that's what I was expecting. I was like, because she's dead now. <laughs> Moving on. Like, I, and now to the next thing. It was just so fast. <laughs> yeah, and I also didn't realize that she had died. I think I didn't realize till this time, but she died pretty recently. Yeah. Um, like six yeah. months or something like that. The thing I Since do like is that they never, uh, it's kind of, well, I don't think it's a spoiler, but they never say why. Yeah, I was curious. Um, because I feel like with people, especially with fat people, people are like always quick to to judge their health. Um, so I like that they didn't tell us because then you you can kind of self-examine yourself and be like, well, maybe it wasn't because she's fat. Like that, that has, maybe that has nothing to do with it, you know? Um, but fat people don't get that luxury to like, just have any other health problems. It always has to do with their fatness, but we'll get it back to that later. Um, well, actually an interesting thing that I, I like this movie for a lot of reasons. One thing I really love is that it, this movie shows, it depicts really well that being fat doesn't exclude you from being an asshole or from being fat phobic. Um, and they show this by Willa Dean, who is talking shit about Millie, another a girl that we meet later, but she's also a fat woman, um, because she thinks she thinks there's this weird thing where like some bigger women feel like being fat means that you can't laugh or have a good time. So she like Willa Dean is like judging Millie like really heavily for having like for laughing, like not really getting letting anything get to her visibly, um, and this happens like all the time i see it all the time and i don't blame will because when you're miserable especially about how you look and you see somebody similar to how you look or like had that has the same kind of features that you do um but they're not miserable like you are then you get really angry about that 
You know, like you, you're like, well, I feel this way. So, so should you, like, it's not fair that you like yourself and I don't. So it's kind of hard to like be mad at Will when the world has like taught her that she shouldn't like how she looks. So she's just going apart. She's going, she's playing the part that people want her to play, you know? Um, Yeah. But we also, she does realize later that that's how, that only has to do with her. It has nothing to do with Millie, which is nice. Um, and so they sprinkle in a lot of good moments of us showing Will's relationship with her mother. Um, the first thing I really like, and I mean, good moments as in like, I like them, not as in their, their good moments. Um, and one of them that I, I pointed out was that we first see her, like her mom's beauty queenness whenever she has to go to an event and she has to like put on the whole, like get up and whatnot. Um, and her mom's job in this is to give, a, an award or give the winning like bad pageant queen <laughs> pageant queen pageant queen her like crown or whatever i don't know how thing, these things go um, Sash. yeah and so she shows they show a glimpse of willa dean looking at her mom give that award and she can see how like visibly proud she is of that girl that she doesn't know anything about and she just looks very longingly at her that she and you can already tell like no dialogue just how the music is how it's kind of slow motion just how much she wants to be that girl not because she wants to look like that girl but because she just wants to have her mom's like affection and uh, approval which is this really certain, sad this, this scene hurt I know and it's it's like not like, even uh, a minute it's so quick yeah very quick but you can just tell in her face it's just like mom love me yeah exactly um and then between this we also get one of my favorite aspects of this movie is the cute love story between will and Bo, is the guy that she works with um and i because i really love that he gives her i think the first time we meet him or maybe the second time um he leaves her a gift in her locker it's an eight ball that comes back um throughout the movie um yeah and i I really like it, but I remember when I first... I've seen this movie like three times, but I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, this is cute. And I think this movie is about her, so it's obviously it was obvious to me that that's how the plot was going, is that he was going to like her. But I also knew how the other... I don't know if you saw this coming, but I knew exactly how she was going to react whenever she started to like get closer to that um, love story, like actually coming to fruition. I knew she was going to reject it instantly because she wouldn't trust his his feelings for her. Right. But yeah, so that was kind of sad. At least for me, I was like, well, I know where this is going to go. <laughs> um, and then we get a scene about them going through Lucy's things. Like we said, she recently died. So they're kind of having trouble letting, letting go of things. Um, and the mom, this is when we first see the mom kind of talking about Lucy. We don't see them interacting, but we see her like calling her a pack rat and kind of like making it seem like she was just like, um, a burden. A burden. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of sucks, but yeah. Da, da, da. So back to the bow thing. We're kind of jumping around here, but I knew that she would. So the first thing is that she tells her friend L about the gift. And I knew instantly that she would downplay it, downplay it. I can't speak. She would downplay it because it's really hard to, ex- to convince yourself that anybody would like you when the world continues to prove you otherwise. So like, for example, the, the, the main people in this story, I don't know if you could, if you notice, but the main people that are giving, actually, I think I want to say the only people that are giving her shit for being a fat woman are men. And every, every single time she's bullied, it's always a, a boy. 
like yeah. a teenager, younger boy, always. So the, I mean, so it's not like far off that she would think every single boy in her town would think the same thing. You like um, Bo? Yeah. So I liked how they did that. They did it subtly that she wasn't always like the boys give me a hard time. They like show it. <laughs> um, and then I also love, <laughs> I love the scene where. Um, Will's mom calls her Dumplin in public. She has to take her to school and then she like calls her Dumplin, which is the name of the movie, but it's also like her nickname that she really hates. Um, because I also have a nickname like that. I don't hate it anymore. I kind of went through this whole thing that kind that Dumplin went through, <laughs> but I cannot imagine mom calling me that. Like when I was in high school and everybody hearing that, I would die. Uh, yeah i mean I don't, you don't have a nickname like that do you well you just have a you know, just have two names i've been called like a turtle people <laughs> say i look like a turtle just the way i act i don't know <laughs> uh, okay there's, there's nothing the like it yeah the glasses don't help i mean they're like turtle shaped maybe that's what it is maybe well <laughs> she <laughs> um so after this Obviously, everybody's making fun of her. And a boy, surprise, surprise, makes fun of her to the point where Will knees him in the balls, which is great. I loved it. But what's strange after this is that so the, she gets suspended and so her mom has to pick her up and they have an argument about this, but it doesn't really have to do anything with like what what happened. The fact that the mom kind of caused it. I mean, I guess it. she has a reason to be mad at Will because, you know, she hit somebody but she she brings up the fact that like being fat is harder like it's harder for girls and i i it's so funny that the mom who is a a pat like she's a beauty queen so she's skinny she's beautiful like she's the standard and the fact that she's telling will well you know it's harder for bigger girls well yeah <laughs> but like my question to the mom after that would be who okay it's hard yes it's harder for us who makes it harder because yeah. it's not us i'm just we're just living our lives we're just existing as fat women we don't all we just live what makes it hard is people people think that being bigger means that you won't be good at your job you can't be a pageant queen or you don't deserve health care or you shouldn't be treated as human beings. And I mean, like I said, I'm sure you can be mad that she chose violence. But like, let's get at the root of the issue. <laughs> that the boy weaponized a name against her. And he got new balls. He kind of deserved it. Oh, yeah, obviously. But you can't just go around kneeing people in the balls. No, that would hurt a lot. <clears throat> and then after this, um, Will learns that Lucy almost applied to the pageant that her mom runs. And this is how she decides that she wants to sign up for the pageant. But I didn't realize until the viewing it this time that she instantly assigned. So Will was like, well, Lucy didn't want to do it, obviously, because she didn't think people would accept her. And I was thinking, like, well, where's the evidence of that? She didn't write that down anywhere. She, you're assigning that to her. So it's, like, also the evidence of, like, Will, like, her self-hatred kind of reflecting in the way that she views other fat women. Um, so I just love the way they do that. Um, mm -hmm. 
because it points it out to myself too. Um, and another thing I love is that they're showing the girls like staring at her as she walks through the like auditorium and it looks so I, I don't know how you felt about that. If you were like, okay, that's kind of like, that's a little much, but that kind of is real. Like when you have the audacity to like dress a certain way when you're a certain size, then you do get certain, certain like stares and stuff, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of like I called it a you dare to dress like that look or you dare to be here look kind of thing. And it happens sometimes, especially with high school girls. Yeah. Um, and I also <laughs> and then we we meet or we we learn more about Millie and she's more in the movie, which is probably my she's my favorite character in the whole movie. She's fucking hilarious. And she says one of my favorite lines in this entire <laughs> movie because Willie Dean's like, as she said, Willie Dean told her, I'm not the Joan of Arc of fat people or something like that. Where she was like, this is a protest. I don't want you to like yeah. get, I think she's basically like, I don't want you to get hurt kind of thing. Cause she's really excited. And she's like, it's not a good idea. And then Millie says, all of my favorite things start off as bad ideas. Yeah. Her character is really funny. <laughs> Which I mean, true. This podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bad idea. Um, and then we also meet Hannah, who is another like outcast, I guess we'll call them, um, who decides to join as well. And she's like emo, so that's like the opposite of pageant queen-ish, whatever. She just wants to join the cause. Um, so they all sort of start an alliance. Um, Millie is just continues to be amazing. They have this little meeting at a diner, and she brings personalized folders. And one thing I didn't notice until this time was that she i thought she just like gave him notes but they're like personalized by like not binders folders where she gives them specific colors and <laughs> she she like was like mapping out what their talent should be like Aww. she did research on them and she's so sweet i fucking love her she's the best i didn't know that all that <laughs> huh i didn't know she went through all that and did yeah, that that's so funny there's a lot of things in this movie that they kind of like you have to pay attention to or they're kind of like an aside like they don't it's like a throwaway line but whenever l is sitting with her and she was like well we can't use these folders but like i want you to show them to me and she was like okay well i thought for your talent i, I put a couple of yeah. options that you could do and i was like oh and when she said <laughs> it like majors yellow because you remind me of sunshine yeah. <laughs> also the accents in this movie are amazing we so me and you oh i don't know if you do college station do they have a lot of accents over there Eh, sometimes. Well, it's a really. college town, though, so it's not like a lot of locals. No, yeah, not really. All right. So, meanwhile, Bo invites Will to see a meteor shower. And I like this moment of him waiting for her while he's like, while she's walking to his truck because you can see he's visibly nervous. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, there's a lot of good like acting choices. And I thought that was a really good one where with, he's like, just, he's not just like sitting there like a robot. He's like actually nervous. Um, and I also thought like it, everything is just so awkward about it. Cause like, especially like, I don't know, especially when you're dating somebody that's like a different body type than you, the fact <laughs> The fact that he was on a truck and he was like, yeah, come on the truck. I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you want me to just step up on a truck? But I think he put a little step there. But either way, I was I was not having that. I would have been like, no, you come down here. I'm not getting up on the fucking truck. And dates just look so awkward. It's been a very long time since I've had one. So I can't imagine doing that right now. Yeah. Meteor shower. 
forget about it. Yeah, and also like I don't want to be outside. Uh, I have to look up. Like I don't. I'm just. This is why <laughs> Sebastian's <laughs> never taken me to see a meteor shower. Um, and then at the date, Bo kisses her and she freaks out because he touches her. And I feel for her because like you know she wants to enjoy it, but she just won't let herself enjoy it. So it kind of sucks, but. What are you going to do? Sad. Um, and I li- I would like to say at this moment that I do respect Will's mission because she's kind of going, this is when the spiral starts. Where she's just like starting to do bad shit. The first thing is that she gets mad at Elle for like actually trying. And while I respect, you know, Will's original mission, that she- but I don't think she should like, like her friend was saying, you shouldn't force her to like join your cause, especially when, she this is the first time she's telling her i've actually wanted to do this pageant but i hated it just because you did like i didn't have a chance to like it because you've always hated it Mm -hmm. um and i will say though that her friend like looking at her and being like i've never thought of you as fat i don't like that line because she should see her as fat because that's what she is like she is a fat person which is i don't know it just brings up back that whole like fat is not a bad word people just made it into one um so yeah, just think about that. That's why I've always heart like I've always I feel like I've always been on this like soapbox of every time or like the last movie. This is the reason I wanted to choose this is because yeah. he chose like fat as a descriptor that like paints her as some sort of like disgusting person or something. Yeah, I think it was just for to set up the joke where yeah. uh Hannah is like, Well I did. But oh, I mean but that was a I liked that though. That kind of saved it for me. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, but I but I liked it though. I don't want to. I, I didn't want to point it out to be like that was a bad thing because that is true. Like I don't expect in my mind. I do see them as high schoolers, so I don't expect her to like know that. Like the kind of benefit of the doubt I'm giving Will is the same thing I'm giving for Elle because she also doesn't know what it's like to be a fat person. So like how am I supposed right. to expect that she knows the the lingo and just like how like the feelings and stuff. So Definitely. People are everybody's learning. It's fine. Um and as Will later goes through Lucy's things, she finds a flyer for some sort of place. I forgot what it was called like what do you remember what it was called? The place I do not. Um I wish. Well, anyways, whatever place. Oh, hideout. Hideaway? Hideout? Oh. I think it's a hideaway. That hideout. sounds familiar. One of those. Um, well, they decide to go. She invites, I call them the weirdos because I think that's what she called them. She invites them and it turns out that somebody there knows, knew her aunt, so they let her go in. Um, and it turns out it's a drag show. And I, I don't know if you've ever been to a drag show, Anthony, but I miss them so goddamn much. So this was nice to see. Oh my God. They're the fucking best. Um, Just as you, I mean, it's different. It's a different energy in person, but like what you're seeing on screen is kind of, it's similar where they just like, just look amazing. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. I've never been to one where you're just like sitting down on a table though. (laughs) Everyone that I go or at on a table, at a table, the ones I go to are like at clubs where you just like stand around. Right. Yeah. After the show, they meet a performer who knew Lucy. It's just a really good moment because she is learning more about her. Um, And I like the moment, too, um, where she goes into the car and they're like, well, what? Like, what happened? And she said, well, I heard Lucy. 
or I think she said, I heard Lucy's voice or something like that because the drag queen was like giving her advice and stuff. I loved that moment. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> we see them show us their talents. And I wanted to ask you, Anthony, if you were in a beauty pageant, what would your talent uh, be? I knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. If you weren't going to ask it, then I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. So Kay- Kayla gives me a lot of shit for this. And I honestly <laughs> forgot that I did this as a kid, but, uh, Oh, oh, I don't know if you remember this, <laughs> but I used to be a part of, uh, I don't know how you, I used to be part of a dribble team. I don't know how to just bring this up. Um, I forgot about that. I don't know how to bring this up. I just, uh, I'll just get straight to it. We, we, like, <laughs> we dribbled a ball to music, like choreographed dribbling a basketball oh. to music. Cupid shuffle. I really don't remember any other songs, but like. When it was we, this Batman one, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. I just remember Cupid Shuffle. Because every time there's Cupid Shuffle, mom and dad are like, eh? The amount of yeah. times I, I've heard Cupid Shuffle in my life is really <laughs> is really sad <laughs> because of that. So, um, as oh, shit, it, as it is, I'd probably forgot. do that. Could, do you think you can still do the routine? Uh, I mean... I don't remember the the nitty gritty stuff. I I remember the the basics because it's like I mean it's just dribbling a ball, but it's like when the There's song says to the to right, it. when it says to the right, you just dribble with your right hand, and it says to the left, you dribble with your left hand. Like that's literally it. I totally so it wasn't smart choreography by any oh, means, man. but well, I need to contact our parents to see if they have a video that we can put on. There, I, there I has tried to, to be somewhere. Some. I tried to find some, uh, there's some, uh, posted on YouTube, but, uh, none of where I was there. Like there, I've seen, oh. like, I'll, I'll see some of the kids and I'm like, oh, I remember them. But like, they came after me. Like they were a part of the dribble team after they were a part of the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> so that would probably Holy be my shit. talent. Cause that would be hilarious. That's so funny. What would yours be? Um, so in middle school, no, maybe I think it was elementary school. I, uh, our family kind of makes fun of me for it, but not because of what it was, but because of what it was called. Um, but do you remember when I was an orf? I've never heard this before in my life. <laughs> I don't know why it was called that, but when we lived in Alaska, I was a part of like, it's kind of like a band thing, but, um, you just play like xylophones, but you know, like the different ones that are like standing. And then there's, there's like, there's a whole culture to xylophones where they have like different, they have like oh, big ones, like, like different, um, what are they called? Like, like altos, bass, like octaves. Yeah. Marimba, um, vibraphone. I got you. And I played xylophone. I couldn't do it now. Um, but there were even ones where you had to do like three of the fucking mallets, dude. That no, was impressive. Was two, well, two um, per hand, so it's four. But I know what you're talking about. I was in percussion. Oh, oh yeah, I could do right. that too. I could probably. But that wouldn't be porn. I could also or do. Um, I was in a I was in a talent show before, where I did the cup song before it was like. Do you remember that? <laughs> but it wasn't. But it, it was a long I got time my ago. Take it for the long but, way. But around. not the song. Like we just did the that like beat that she does. The way she does the it. Silent? 
the way that she does the like cup thing that's been a thing for like years yeah 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 and so we did that on drums and we like it was a whole production i don't know there's probably not videos of it anywhere but we like had the cups on drums and then we we had like a is it called a black light that like illuminates like certain colors and we had white gloves on and the cups were white gosh i know so that it could be that so you guys were um, like yeah, so blue men friends. group kind of? I think so. There's some things in my memory where I'm like, I, I don't know if I made that up or if it's true, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> I wish I made a dribble team. <laughs> I wish I, I made that up. I totally forgot about that. that and, is and that's so what funny. it was called. It was called dribble, yeah, team. dribble team. So like it wasn't smart or anything. Nope, just dribble team. Like, what did you do? Dribble. <laughs> <It's a team. laughs> dribble, we're a team. <laughs> dribble, we're a team. <laughs> God, it's so funny. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we discussed this. Um, so back to the movie. <laughs> so we can see um, that Will is about to break. She's at her breaking point. It happens at work. Um, and it's kind of that moment where like, you know, when you're about to you're you're having a, an emotional moment um, and somebody's like, you're like you're, you're kind of holding it together. You're like, it's, it's going to be OK. I'm going to be fine. And then somebody asks, are you OK? And then you lose it. That's what happens. Um, yeah. And. Bo tells her that he likes her and she responds with why <laughs> which valid um but and she's being an asshole like i said she i do like that this movie lets her be an asshole throughout it yeah. um but i do get it because like it is kind of infuriating and that's what she's trying to say like it it makes her angry that she's like what are you missing <laughs> like do you not see me um yeah. but like i said Bo's being sweet he needs to it's just it's a miscommunication on both ends like she just can't get into words what she's feeling um and he doesn't understand it so it's just it's all bad and so she just loses it um she gets home she finally decides to pack up all of lucy's shit um because she's been avoiding it and then she finds the bee brooch which is amazing it's such a cute little brooch um and it pushes her to finally give a shit about the pageant and we have a good little montage of her with the drag queens just like figuring out how to do um her talent how to walk all that jazz um and a fun fact, I don't know if you caught this. It's very small, like, part of this montage. But the scene with Will and Candy Dish, which is the um, drag queen's name, where Will, like, tears the scarf that she's using for the magic trick, um, that was real. She actually, the actress actually did tear that, like, part of the magic trick. Um, yeah, and I love this scene because it's my dream. I just, all I want in life is to get a makeover from a drag queen. That's all I want. I'll record it and make a montage and then it'll be perfect. Exactly. That's that's the dream. They're living my <laughs> dream. Um, and then we see the preliminaries where Will and Ellen make up. And I don't... I guess the preliminaries is just like a dress rehearsal. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I said, thank God they make up because I was worried. <laughs> I honestly forgot about yeah. this plot line. But yeah, it was, it was nice. It was like a nice little moment of her trying to say sorry without actually like physically saying it because will seems like the kind of person that can't do that um Mm -hmm. and then after this will gets home she finds her mom crying um because her mom found lucy's application i like this moment because she like it's like her mom finally realizes that she didn't actually get to know lucy and it also shows a good like example of grief and how it hits it's people always say it's it hits it what am i trying to say it hits in waves 
um yeah it's just yeah. there's not one way to grieve and so the fact that she like wanted to get rid of the shit and then she was like where's her stuff and she was panicking like that is uh, that's pretty realistic and i like that they add that to the movie um <clears throat> and now we're at pageant day well well before that i want to oh, yeah. just take a moment because the mom what's her name i don't remember her name whatever she jennifer aniston uh tells a good story of like the history behind that application why she never applied Mm -hmm. it's because like they weren't that that rich and they only had money for one dress and she she made it for her Mm -hmm. lucy made it for her um and uh, there's this line i really like that she says before we go to the pageant it's something along the lines of like when she realizes that like she donated way too much stuff, she's like, Oh, I, oh, I, I let go of her away. Yeah. Yeah. I gave too much of her away. I was like, Whoa, I know there's, such, line. there's really good snippets. It makes me want to read the book because I'm, I, every time mm. I, I watch a movie that is based on a book, I try to guess what line is directly um, from the book. And I feel like that one is directly from the book. Yeah. Because it's just oh. so like, it's such a writer line, you know? Yeah. yeah it was definitely like written for. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. For, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're at pageant day and we start off with a bang um, because Millie's mom found out about her being in the pageant. And I forget, I don't think I mentioned that, but yeah, Millie's kind of like a, a good Christian girl. She doesn't like to. Her mom doesn't want her to like do things like this, but I th- also think she just wanted to protect her because she was also of that mindset that like girls like you don't win shit like this. So like, what's the point in you doing it, loving it, and then failing? Um, but she <laughs> lets her do it, huh? There's just one when she's like, "All right, you can do this." I didn't realize <laughs> you cared this much. She's like, "How much would could a, a middle no, chuck chuck?" Yeah. If a middle chuck could chuck wood. And I was like, what the hell is going on? But I like that everybody else in the movie was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, they had, their, they had my same reaction. Like I was, I thought I was watching with Kayla because I looked over and I was like going to say something, but I was just by myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. And you looked continue. at the wall. You seeing this? <laughs> you seeing this shit? At your basketball that you just finished dribbling? <laughs> I'm not done with you. I'm a dribble. <laughs> Cupid shuffle. I haven't gone to the right enough. <laughs> the funny thing, the thing we glazed over is that y'all only had two routines. <laughs> yeah, we did those over and over. It wasn't like high school. Okay, It was elementary school. What else are you going to do? Can you imagine if you're like, if you, if you said you, that was your talent and you did that in your Cupid like, shuffle. but no, but like, if I was like, oh, so you did that in like middle school, and you're like, no, I do that. I did that last week. <laughs> like, if you still are in a dribble team, it's an intramural <laughs> dribble team. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's so funny. Okay, um, sorry, I lost my notes. Okay, so <laughs> just like a, a note about this about this pageant is the host. I don't know if you recognized him, Anthony. Yeah, but we I did. so he, this guy has a band named the Dan Band, and we've seen. I think you were there, right? We've seen him live. I, I was there. I've seen him in person in the flesh. And honestly, what a concert. It's it just as good in person as it was on the screen. 
And <laughs> I don't know why they gave him any screen time. I I think they needed to give him more. Truly, he was my favorite part of this pageant. He's like, get a lot of these girls. <laughs> like, He's it was so like, funny. What are you, what are you, you doing? Need to, okay, if you like clips, Anthony, you need to look up old school. Like the they're in. So the Dan Band was like they became famous from a movie called Old School that Will Ferrell was in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to look up that clip. Old School, the Dan okay. Band. And they sing Total Eclipse of the Heart. And that rendition of that song is exactly like this. Like his little like comments and stuff is kind mm. of the same. And it's That's very funny. funny. Um, so he I'll was a perfect pick. I, I think I read somewhere that they tried to get James Corden to do that. Yeah. Part, but like, no, nah, this guy. Stop putting him in stuff. He doesn't need to be oh, anything I just watched, else. Oh, I didn't even mention that I watched a movie called Prom that just came out with James Corden in it. Disaster. But yeah, yeah. that's. I'll talk about the next time maybe. <clears throat> and then after this, we're at the pageant. I don't really have any notes about the actual pageant itself. Um, I do like Millie's performance a lot. So she, during the preliminaries and like while they're trying to figure out what to do, she's doing like some weird like hula hoop routine that's not working out. But during the actual pageant, she just sings a song and it's amazing. And I think oh, yeah. that actress, um, so she's famous from doing Hairspray um, on oh, yeah. Broadway. So she's actually, I think that was actually her singing. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. While that's happening, Will is summoned backstage. Her mom tells her that she's proud of her. They have a really great moment. She says that Lucy would also be proud. She also tells her that she's disqualified. And Will's like, yeah, I know. Like, I know the, I, you are, you run this shit. So I know that I was disqualified. It's fine. Um, oh, and but why? I, why was she disqualified? I don't know. So they mentioned this before. It's kind of like a, you kind of have to pay attention, but like you, so you, when they did the dress rehearsal and from there until the actual show, you can't change anything other than minor stuff, but she changed her Uh. talent like completely or she changed it like the music. I think that was the big thing. And she also changed her, um, cause she told her like, well, I also changed my, like, uh, what's it called? The like gown that she wore at the end. She also changed that last minute. So that's why, but she was like, it's fine. I didn't like, I don't think she thought she would win or she didn't, you know, she didn't care about that as much. She just wanted to do it. Um, Okay. But there's a silver lining. There's no bylaw in the book or whatever the fuck they're getting this from that, that L can't be escorted by Willa Dean. So that's what happens. Um, After this, Will tries to help her mom get into her dress, but she can't fit in it. And so while she's trying to get help, her mom finds uh, a card from Will and a box that has the bee brooch in it, <clears throat> which is just a really nice moment. Did you cry during it? Is that why you're making that face? No, nah, it's sad. <laughs> and then now we find the winner of the pageant. And it's that girl that everybody thought would win, you know, the really gorgeous one. Um, but... Millie got second place and that part made me emotional. It makes me emotional every time because she's so happy. Her mom is so happy. The drag queens that are there are so happy. Like it's just a great moment. Um, And even everybody like that's one thing I do love about this movie too is that I was expecting some of the girls from the pageant to be like really catty or really mean. None of them were other than that first look at the beginning where they're like, why are you here? Um, (laughs) Everybody was really nice. 
So that's I nice. I don't know how that that lady with the her talent was like the ventriloquist. Oh, she was a ventriloquist. Like, yeah. why did she get third place? That's hmm. like. L was robbed. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was gonna win overall. Uh, I, I kind of, I mean, I think everybody knew that that girl was gonna win. Yeah. So the fact that Millie got second though was really cool. And okay, and so we need to also talk about something. I'm sure you, I don't know if you noticed, but after so with pageants, what usually happens is, I don't know if this still happens, but the host will like sing. So like the Dan Van guy sings, this guy sang when the girl won and some of the lines that he said and that he sang was so fucking funny. And if you didn't catch these, Anthony, you need to listen again because it's so goddamn funny. I, I wrote caught, some of them down. Yeah, yeah, you go. So he started singing. He was like, here we go. And then he said, thank you instantly. Like he paused and he was like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I caught that. And nobody was I- <laughs> So that was the first thing. The second thing he's saying is she beat them all. Sorry, ladies. Maybe next year. <laughs> the last thing he said <laughs> that made me cry laughing. I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. You all wish you were her. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They need to do this. I don't know why this is not done in every single competition. You know those competitions that you do for like coding or I don't know, whatever you do. <laughs> Can you imagine if there was a host that sang? That'd be so <laughs> there awkward. He is. <laughs> there he is. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh man. Yeah, and I just need a full for a full version of that song on Spotify right now. It'd be 45 minutes long. <laughs> It was also something I'm excited for mom and dad to text me after this because I hope to God they caught this too. It was something that I feel like they would love and that they would like constantly sing. At least dad would constantly sing this in the house. Yeah. (laughs) You wish you were her. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. After this, well, actually, Will is long gone while this guy is singing, but she goes to get her man, um, and it's a great ending. They kiss, they make up, and then they end up at, like, during the credits, they have a nice little scene back at the hideaway, hideout, whatever it was called. Um, And a fun fact about the scene is that Julie Murphy, who is the author of Dumplin', um, she made a cameo at the end of the movie. She was sitting at one of the tables, and like oh, yeah, dancing that. yeah <clears throat> it's kind of like a blink and you miss it kind of thing but that was cool um and so another fun fact i want to end this discussion on well actually well yeah let's let's do this and then we'll talk about our final thoughts so julie murphy who like i said is the author was allowed to keep rosie's beauty pageant sash um, and Will's name tag from Harpies. So she was able to keep some props. And I, I want to pitch this to you as a recurring question where we, every single movie, we ask, what prop would you steal from this movie? Because we should definitely do that. some background for that is that if you know something about Anthony, and me too, is that he loves free shit. So I can't Absolutely. imagine you being in a movie, being on a movie set and not taking something. I would definitely steal something. So what would you steal? I why well, do you think I would 100% take the bee brooch? Oh, I was going to say that too. 
but to, to change it up, I guess. Uh, I'd take the car at the beginning that Lucy drives. Mm. There. I'd How would that. you take that, though? Or the one that uh, she uses during her uh, Willow, Willow Dean uses in her magic show. Or the no, the no, the puppet. I would, I would take the puppet. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I take the puppet. <coughs> that's a good. That's a good question. I, it's one I haven't heard of. I mean, I've heard people ask that, but like, at least I want to ask it for every single movie. So we right now, let's go through all the movies. No, okay. All right, Stuber. <laughs> I'd take the glasses that he uses. I take the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have any of the graphics on it because they all. Oh no! I want CGI. them preloaded. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Creep. I want Mark Duplass. I want him to. F- I want the mask. I want the wolf doll that he. Oh wait, for the second one or the first one? Let's not do this. <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. <laughs> okay. So, what do you think about the movie? Because I said I said I loved it. It's a great time. What do you think? I liked it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about you pitching it as a rom com. I feel Ooh. like it was. Like, Bo had a screen time of, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops. Uh, okay. So, but I was telling that to Kayla, and she was like, well, it's not really about I mean, about uh, Bo or whatever. Did I say it was and a it, rom-com? You did say it was a rom-com. Hmm. But uh, that's besides the point, I guess. I had a fun time watching it. Um like some parts just made me roll my eyes, but <laughs> I feel like that's just with uh, like adaptations. Like yeah. the woodchuck thing just made me I was like, why? I think they didn't hit the way they wanted it to. Yeah, but, but it was a good time. Had fun watching it. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got to say. <laughs> all right, <coughs> so I have a couple of fun facts. Um, I sectioned some of them off. So first, let's talk about the music. Um, first things first, Jennifer Aniston, who produced the film, used a number of Dolly Parton's classic songs on the soundtrack since the main character, Willa Dean, is a huge Dolly Parton fan. Aniston also got Parton to write some new songs for the film, including the theme song. Oh. Um, Daniel McDonald, who plays Dumplin', and Jennifer Aniston, who plays her mom, recorded the song Push and Pull with Dolly Parton for the movie. Aniston Whoa. said she got really emotional after they finished singing the song because it was a, quote, childhood dream come true. Oh. Also, Did I mean, s- I should have wrote more about this, but Dolly Parton, <laughs> she's a fucking legend. She, I mean, not only... There's a couple things she did in this movie, but she fucking, like, funded... One of the vaccines. I don't even mention that. Uh, but yes, yeah, I were gonna say. Oh, it was not nearly <laughs> as important. But did you see uh, <laughs> Melissa Villasenor on SNL played Dolly Parton? No. This past Saturday or was it good? Yeah, Saturday. Uh, I didn't see the any of the sketches, but like she did a she was a pretty good Dolly Parton, like just <laughs> aesthetically. I wonder. Like she looked. It was just funny. <laughs> I like the moment. I didn't even write it down, but the moment in um during the drag show when one of the queens said that like one of Dolly's quotes is that if she wasn't born a woman, she would have been a drag queen or something like mm. that. 
Um, I feel like it's Dolly Parton. I'm, I might be putting this on somebody else, but I, I feel like there's a story where she entered into a drag contest and she lost. Oh, is that Dolly Parton? Like that. It's something like that happened, and it might have been her. And if Maybe. so, that's fucking hilarious. All right, so let's talk about Dolly the Legend. So during an interview, Julie Murphy admitted that Jennifer Aniston mistook one of the Dolly Queens um, for Dolly Parton herself. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and then Dolly Parton already owned a copy of the book Dumplin' before her manager even told her it was going to be a movie. So that's cool. Good for her. Um, and just a quick little... <laughs> fun fact that i found myself is that the fu- the movie was filmed almost entirely in georgia and funny enough there's a really important senate race happening in georgia as we speak i think early voting is starting now a state that has been hit by a lot of shady and illegal voter suppression so to help bring free and fair elections to georgia head to fairfight.com just a little plug um and lastly the film is based on a 2015 adult or young adult novel of the same name by Julie Murphy. There is a second book in the series called Puddin, and it follows the supporting characters of Dumplin'. So if you want to know more about what's happening with the characters, you don't have to guess. You can read the book. Nice. So there you go. Nice little, fun little family movie. How would you describe it then if it's not a rom-com? I guess, yeah, I shouldn't have said a rom-com, but it's, it's, I don't know. Coming of age, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. You can be wrong. It's whatever. Sorry, <laughs> sorry uh, to disappoint. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't really care. It's just funny. Because I, I forgot what movie, and I always listen back to see which one. <laughs> That's why I put in the I notes. Just look at the notes. I forgot. Got, plus, right. we got to boost our viewer. <laughs> Oh yeah, that one is gonna gonna really hit (laughs) in our stats. (laughs) I didn't check this week. Whatever. All right. So, speaking of next week, next week, let us know, Anthony, what's happening next Next, week. Next week, very special episode because it's our Christmas special. I would say. Would you say it's our Christmas special? Yeah, we'll call that. Um. Normally, it's just brother and sister, but we're going to be joined by another sister. So, brother, sister squared. Um, we'll be joined with a uh, returning guest, Emily Trevino. And we'll be watching Die Hard. Die Hard, a Christmas movie, I think. There's I th- there's a debate, I think. We can settle it. Also... We'll settle it. It's on I mean, HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Die Hard on HBO Max. And I guess as a teaser of how this is going to go, um, none of us have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think Emily has. I don't know if she told us she has. I'm assuming. I don't think any of us have seen it. So if you want to know what a couple of dummies think about Die Hard, a classic. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're going to talk about, I mean, obviously Die Hard, but... Um, Pretty much our childhood as uh, growing up, whether or not we believed in Santa, specifically Christmas, you know, our childhood <laughs> Christmases. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. A, sh- a, a true Christmas special. Christmas miracle special. Let's call it that. <laughs> yeah. A Christmas miracle diehard special brother sister squared. There you go. Amen. <laughs> All right. Bye.